Good morning, y'all. It is so good to see you guys. And y'all, I am so grateful for our worship team, our volunteers that lead us week in and week out, and this morning, especially just bringing us to this place. Y'all, let's give them a hand for leading us in this. And how sweet this time of worship, just leading us. Every step of the service so far has just been leading us forward into this moment and getting to, to dive into the Word together. Uh, we joked a little bit, that last song, the title of it is Nothing Else, that as we were preparing, like once we got to that service, there's just nothing else. Like that's, I feel like they've kind of done it. It's, we're, we're there. Oh, but so beautiful. So, so beautiful. Y'all, so uh, Lashana Tova, to any of our Jewish friends who are with us today or tuning in online, a very happy new year to all of our Jewish friends celebrating Rosh Hashanah this weekend. And y'all, we celebrate each of you who is here to be a part of this service today. Joel called it out last week, but I don't know if you heard the background music, right, in this bumper video that has led us through this service. Um, you may have heard it before, um, the song playing in the background, it's the Cheers theme song. And so for some of us in uh, the crowds, you, you know it from the original run. And for some of us in the crowd, we know it from the reruns, and some of you have no idea <laughs> what that even is or what we're talking about right now. Uh, that's, <laughs> right, right? The show Cheers, y'all, is award-winning and groundbreaking show um, that ran from 1982 to 1993. Some of you weren't born, and we love that you're here and a part of this. Set in a bar in Boston, right, of uh, former Red Sox pitcher Sam Malone uh, retires and opens up a bar, and it is a place where people find connection, people find community, where your mail carrier is coming in to sit next to the therapist to um, hang out with one of the most fiery waitresses like, that has ever been known in, in a bar, Carla. It's just, it is an amazing crew. And when I hear that song that leads into that show, all like 200, I think in 75 episodes of it, um, which in today's world, if you have not seen it, now's your opportunity, right? It's out there somewhere you can go see it. But y'all, I just before we leave this series, this is our last Sunday in this series. Can we, can we just play that theme song one more time? Ben, do you have it back there? The, all right, just give it a listen for a second. Just take it in. Taking your way in the world today takes everything. You can sing along. There you go. Taking a break from all your work sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? All those nights when you've got no lights, the check is Faked you out, Darren. It's coming, Darren. It's coming, Darren. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. And they're always glad you came. You want to be where you can see. Our troubles are all the same. You want to be where everybody knows your name. 
for those of you who are watching online, there's not just singing happening, there's dancing as well. So um, hope that you are enjoying that. Y'all, from the very first line, making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Hello, 1982. Hello, 2023. It is real. Hey, Ricky. That's right. Thank you for preparing us, Ricky. Just in case that storm is, is going to reach us, we need to be prepared for the tropical storm-like weather that may be coming this way. So thank you, Ricky, which is a part of it. Making your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries, it sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name, and they're always glad you came. It sounds like Love Chapel Hill to me. You want to be where you can see our troubles are all the same. You want to be where everybody knows your name, to be known. What a beautiful thing. You want to go where people know people are all the same. Y'all, then the, the full edition lyrics. So that's the theme song, right? Like, we all know the theme song. There's an actual, like, longer song that the theme song comes from. I'll leave that to you. Uh, but, yeah, even, <laughs> even in this version that we heard, all those nights when you've got no lights, and the check is in the mail. Your little angel hung the cat up by its tail. And your third fiancé didn't show. It just keeps getting more real from there in the full version, y'all. It gets more real as it goes. And as we say, welcome to love, this series that we are in. Hopefully you've caught it so far, but especially today, just want to say, as we welcome you to love, this is a place where you can be real, where we are real together here in this place. That the most honest answer to how are you doing can be crappy, can be life is hard, can be I'm exhausted or I'm not okay. All of those are totally real, honest, and acceptable answers to the question, how are you doing? So if you at all feel like you've got to fake it, let that go. This is a place where we can be real, where you can be known for who you are. Sometimes the difficulty of life that we're experiencing can be of our own making, Sometimes the difficulty is completely out of our control. And sometimes it is some mix of both. From the things we choose to eat or smoke or drink, the way we choose to enter into conversation or conflict, the way we enter into relationship, how we use the time we've been given, right? the things that are in our control, the things that are out of our control. When someone shows up intending to do harm, natural disasters, all of which making our headlines this week and hit very close to home, 
you know, there's a darkness and a heaviness that this world carries. It's a darkness and heaviness that innately somewhere deep within us we know we are not created for. That we are in a place where things are not as they should be. And we sure as heck are not designed to navigate any of this alone. We find ourselves searching for a place where we can be known and loved for who we are. We're searching for that. We're searching for that as people find it, just like in the show Cheers, right? A place that we can cling to, a place where we can be known, find connection. We're searching for that which is good and true that we can cling to. And where we find connection matters. It even sets a course for us, whether we go on living in darkness or if we turn to and find ourselves in the light. You know, hum humanity and our struggle for power, our desire to be masters of our own destiny, it's so baffled and broken our world. But God loves us so much that we aren't left alone on this path of destruction. The path of death and destruction comes to a fork in the road, and Jesus enters into creation. Enters into creation to make a way for us to find and connect to the way things are supposed to be. So we're going to turn over to John chapter 3, verses 16, going through verse 21. There's always a risk in going to, I don't know, the most famous verse in the Bible, <laughs> where, right, we're either like, okay, got it, we know it, and it just flows right through, we don't slow down. We're thinking, thinking that we have it so mastered or so well known that there's nothing more for us to know or we're stuck in the way we've always known it. So I just want to invite you as we come into this space of Scripture to let your hearts and your ears be open to what God wants to speak to us today. If you're willing, as we read this, I'm going to invite you to stand together. It'll be up on the screen if you want to follow along there or on your phone or if you have a good old-fashioned paper Bible, you can flip over there. It's probably a well-marked page. Here we go. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, 
because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. Hmm. This is the word of the Lord. You guys can have a seat. Thanks so much. It was beautiful. Thank you for reading along. Hmm. When we read it aloud, it is something that not only is, is being received through our eyes, but being received through our ears and lands in our heart, that the Word of God can be written on our hearts. So, for God so loved the world, He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Right? There is a whole lot wrapped up in that, and Lest we gloss over it, we're going to dig a little deeper. Our friend J.D. Waltz over at Seedbed calls this the first half of the gospel. That this is the beginning place. This is the on-ramp or the entry point, if if you will. Believing in Jesus who came to set right that which has been broken. To break the curse that was set forth in the garden. When original humanity decided to go their own way. Also a preview of coming attractions, our new series starting next week. Going to be the first three pages of the Bible, y'all. So come back and dig in with us. But to believe, this word, believe. I think when we say it and when we hear it, it can often fall short of the depth here. That to believe something sometimes can, be, can feel as simple as giving verbal assent to a set of things, right, that we hold to or that we say, yeah, okay, that's true. But the deeper the deeper look at the word believe. The Greek word pisteo, which I remember because I think of pistachio, and just pistachio without the stash. So that's pisteo. Right? These things that help words stick with us. (laughs) This word not only means believe, but to trust. What if we read that with the word trust? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever trusts in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Trust requires relationship. And so this invitation into relationship is at the forefront of all of what this verse has for us. And so to trust 
means that we have to be in relationship with the one, God's one and only son, Jesus. And so in doing so, in trusting, right, we, we heard from the, the beginning of this series, right, there's this invitation, even the word welcome being an invitation, the invitation that Jesus makes to his first disciples is the same invitation he makes to you and me to come, follow me, come and see, come follow me. And that takes a lot of trust to follow anyone. But to follow Jesus, who we cannot see right here in front of us, takes an immense amount of trust. There are two other key words in that verse that I just want to hit on. The word perish and the word eternal life. Both of those in our in some of our understanding as we come to this, right, can be about only the final things, the things that happen when we die. So perish, right, has this connotation for many of us of the concept of hell. And so some far-off place, some banishment that is separate, separated from God. But that and eternal life, which also has this idea for many of us that at the end of days, right, that this is some place that we go, that we live on forever. In the hearers of this word, that is just not the case. Instead of being some future thing, it is about here and now. That both of those concepts for the Jewish people were not about some afterlife that is to come, but about the here and now where they are. And so I pray that we can hear it with those same ears. That perishing is not something that comes later, right? Perishing can be something that is unfolding right now. That when we are on a path, any path other than that, which is following Jesus, it leads somewhere else. It misses the end destination, right? If you put in on your, <laughs> if you put in on your map a destination that happens to share a name with something else even, right? And you just pick the wrong one, right? You're going to the wrong place, even though the GPS told you <laughs> where to go, right? If we are not on the path set out for us to trust and to follow Jesus, any other path in the here and now, where is it going? Where is it leading? Where is the path that you are on right now leading to? And so eternal life, right, again, not just something that happens when we die. This is the intent for a thriving in the here and now, in the present age. Right? There is this season that we are in, in the present age, and we are anticipating the age to come. 
And the overlap of that Venn diagram is the present, is the here and now. We find ourselves in that moment, just as the hearers of this word find themselves in the moment of the here and now, looking for the fullness of life to thrive. So it's not just about what is to come. It is about the here and now and what is to come. Because there is the promise of all things being set right. There is the promise of the day with no more tears, no more death, no more destruction and suffering, and how I long for that day. Set before us every day is the choice of light and darkness. The choice of life or death. The biblical authors compel us time and time again, choose life. And so finding the path to life is finding this path to say yes to Jesus. To say yes to trusting in the one who came for this very purpose to set in motion that which is good and right and holy. You are invited into that space to say yes today, whether for the first time or for the hundredth time or thousandth time or however many days you have lived and you keep saying yes today. You can say yes to put your trust in Jesus. So if that's the first half of the gospel, if that's the beginning place to say yes, to trust in Jesus, who has come not to condemn the world, but to save the world, then there is this really amazing, cool hyperlink that I just, without my friend J.D. Walt, don't know if I ever would have made the connection. But first, John... 316 is where we're going next. There's a hyperlink from John 316 to 1 John 316. And this bridge takes us from the first half to the second half of the gospel. I'm going to read this one for you, okay? You don't have to stand and read this one with me. We're not going to do the up-downs for church today. Here, this is going to go verses 16 through 18. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, that we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need and has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. This is where, if the name of your church is love, you sit up straight and you pay close attention. This is what love is. This, all the neon signs pointing right here. This is what love is that Jesus laid down his life 
all the way to death as John was walking us through that earlier to look to the cross. He went all the way, not just to death, but through death, to the gates of hell and back, to ascend to the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. This is the invitation for us. Whether you have said yes to Jesus many years ago or even just right now, the second part is to be active participants. Not just that we follow, we trust and we follow, but to be active participants here and now, pulling on heaven, pulling on the age to come with both hands where things are set right, that we get to bring them into the here and now by our actions, demonstrating for others what Jesus has demonstrated and done for us. Right? That this is not just something that we do. We don't just sign up for a volunteer slot to say, okay, I've served, I've done it. We're not just to be hearers of the word, not just to even revere the word, but to be doers of the word. It goes all the way back to the Shema, right? Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 and 5 would have been a daily occurrence, if not multiple times a day, that the people of Israel would have recited this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. There's a holistic nature to this. Heart, soul, and strength. There are not three different parts coming together in this. It is just an ever-deepening way of saying wholly and completely with everything you've got, all that you are. I like it. It's, it starts with the, the words, and I think in the message translation, it says, listen up. <laughs> and here we would say, listen up, y'all. <laughs> It is the holistic nature of who we are being called in to love, to actively love. These words are even repeated by Jesus and taken even one step farther when he is asked, what is the greatest command? Right, in Matthew 22, verses 38 to 40, it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest command. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commands. It's not one and two in that order. Command one, command two. No, these are the great commandment together that you can't have one without the other. 
It's like saying the first and greatest command to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. Another way of saying that is love your neighbor as yourself. Because how do we know what love is? God is love, demonstrated for us in the person of Jesus, entering time and space to show us the way. And so this is where our DNA of the church, where we've been walking through this together, all comes to a head. The ecclesia, the called out ones, this is where it comes to life, where discipleship and mission are completely inseparable in the context of community. That loving God and loving others can be a great tagline. But the reality of it is that it is messy and it is hard, but we do it together. That we are in pursuit together, an ongoing relationship with Jesus that compels us to demonstrate the great love that he has for us to those around us. It sums up in John chapter 13, verse 34, a new command. Not really a new command. <laughs> it just sums up what we've already said. Love one another as I have loved you. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. So it turns out it's more than just a place where everyone knows your name. It's a place where you can be known and loved completely by the people in this room because God already completely and totally knows your heart. Nothing is hidden from God. And yet, in his all-seeing, we are met with holy love. This place where grace and truth flow together Right? We see when someone is caught in adultery in Scripture, Jesus meets them there. Put to the test, even by the religious leaders in that moment, ready to stone this person caught in adultery. And what does Jesus do? He draws the line in the sand, does a little writing down there, which is yet to come. I'm ready to know what that is. And all of those in the crowd ready to stone turn away at Jesus' words. And so he says to the woman, where are those who condemn you? Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Right? The grace of no condemnation. Jesus didn't come to condemn but to save. And the truth in that same moment, the truth that there's a better way. Not to stay on the path that leads to perishing, but to find the way of eternal life by following Jesus. So we started with an old song and a familiar tune. We're going to wrap up with a song, a new song. 
John and Caitlin and Reuben are going to lead us in this song in just a moment. But as we wrap up with communion, I want to share the words of this song first, that they'll be familiar for you. It really captures for us the deeper reality of what love is. Songs have a way of sticking with us, as evidenced (laughs) just a few minutes ago. And so I pray that this song might stick with you. It captures for us what love is and who we are to be to one another. It's called Holy Love. It's by a band named Citizens, written and performed by them. Hear these words. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is celebrating joy in every life. Love protects. Love relieves. Love is persevering in each other's needs. On and on, on and on, We are living in your love, on and on, on and on. Love is written in our blood, holy love. Love admits when I was wrong. Love is waiting with the weight of what we've done. Love forgives when it's time giving strength to say the words we cannot find. Love receives. Love responds. Love believes that we are more than what we've done. Love commits to the light. Love is running from the darkness into life. And on and on. On and on. We are living in your love on and on, on and on, love is written in our blood, holy love. Friends, there's an invitation always to say yes to Jesus today. Friends, if today you were ready to say that for the first time, we're going to invite you to join us at this table to experience the demonstration that Jesus made for us, that his body would be broken. That his blood would be poured out to set it right, to give us a way in the here and now that we can experience the riches of that holy love. There's the invitation to that second half of the gospel too. Maybe you said yes a long time ago, but today you're ready to re-up and get active and participate in this call into the deeper work, the deeper journey of following Jesus. And that invitation to trust him with all that you have and all that you are. As we make our way to the table today,
to participate, to be active participants in this holy love. Again, acknowledge all that we are carrying, y'all. If you would just like someone to pray with you today, I'm going to be over on the other side of this speaker. I would love to pray with you if there's any way that I can just step into this with you. And so we can be completely real, completely known and loved for who we are. And so come to the table to taste and see the goodness of God. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.